Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm excited to hang out today. We are going to be talking about joy and five transformative tips to changing your day and making it much more fun and joyful. I think so many times we kind of feel like meh, right? We might be tired of running the hamster wheel of life, waking up, getting kids to school, doing work, picking kids up, eating dinner, bedtime routine, all the things, right? You just feel like you just keep running around in circles, but you're feeling uninspired and unmotivated. Do you find yourself escaping to social media or your phone often? More often, maybe should I say than not? Me too. Me too. That's why I thought of this episode and I was thinking about what kind of things really bring joy. And I don't know if maybe it's because the weather has been a little overcast and kind of cloudy. And today it's bright and sunny as I talk about joy. But I know that I have found myself kind of meh. So today I wanted to share five transformational tips that have helped me embrace the season that I am in and to find joy. And it is my prayer that these will spark some joy in your life too. We all want a little joy in our lives, right? So grab that cup of coffee and kind of settle in and we'll just talk and hang out today. Pop in those earbuds if you want, if you're doing laundry and all the things. That's what I love to do around my house when I listen to podcasts. I love listening to podcasts when I'm driving in the car or when I am doing chores around the house. So whatever you may be doing, or if you're just sitting and listening and having a minute, here we go. Ironically, today I was speaking about joy or thinking about joy and God just brought a really weird morning that I just wanted to share. Normally I get up and go to the gym. So I went to the gym. I come back home to find one child is feeling great. He's ready to go to school. Another child has an orthodontist appointment. She's ready to go to school, but our middle one now has a fever and he is not ready to go to school. So then you have to make the decision, is he good to go or should we keep him home? Clearly he's not good to go. So he stays at home. 
but the other two are fine. So we take them, drop off one child, which feels this morning like a big accomplishment. <laughs> the next one, take to an orthodontist appointment and then find out that her basketball practice is canceled on a beautiful sunny day. And so our plans change again, just differently, not good or bad. Then we decide, okay, well, we have a little bit of extra time. Let's stop at Starbucks for some coffee on the way to school. And so I got to spend this sweet time with my oldest, who is getting so big so quickly. She's already in eighth grade and moving up to a high school soon. So I just cherish these times that I can go do a Starbucks run with her and treat her to something special. And we kind of have a little bit of time together. We had some coffee. We went to school. I checked into school to find out okay, my, my middle guy won't be here today. He's got a math class. So we checked in with the math teacher and the, the beautiful, amazing math teacher said, don't you worry, not a problem. He can make up the math test. He would just be bored. So we'll have him make it up another time. This is a great day for him just to rest. Oh, and by the way, why don't you take this giant life-size, human-size, giant six-feet-tall penguin home for the day. And I know that it is Boaz's special friend and best friend in class. He loves hanging out with this giant penguin. So take the giant penguin home for the day and it'll brighten up Boaz's day and hopefully he'll feel better. So never in my wildest dreams or my morning plans had I thought that I would be driving home from school with a life-size giant penguin seatbelted into the front passenger side of my car. (laughs) Nor did I think we would have a giant penguin for the day. So I just was struck with humor, God's humor of how he just turns our day around or just sprinkles in some fun. And so I just wanted to bring that to lighten your day and bring you some joy today of just to look for those, those fun, fun things in your day that are are not things that you planned usually and that are sprinkled in. So anyways, besides our fun story for the day, we will move back into just talking about joy. Before today, I was just kind of feeling a little like meh. And I know maybe that's, as I mentioned, because of the weather, maybe just feeling uninspired or unmotivated, or maybe it could just be that I feel kind of stuck in home and business and everything else. I just don't feel motivated to do things. And so I don't know if you are in a spot like that as a parent or as a Christian entrepreneur So we will just jump into that, but I just challenge you today to just lean into that. And so we're just going to speak about five transformative tips of how to have more joy. We all know that in this world, it is so easy to feel the joy just sucked out of us. I know looking at current events, I don't even look at the news anymore because it just bums me out. It makes me sad thinking about wars and crises that are going on and everything in the news is negative and falling apart and awful. So I hardly ever (laughs) look at the news, but things come through social media. Things come through friends. 
We've had a very sweet friend of ours who just lost her brother-in-law and then eight days later lost one of her sisters and another friend within eight days. Very, very close relationships. So we just, we grieve for her. And I know everybody has friends like that who either have lost somebody or somebody might be sick or in a difficult time. I think that often makes it really hard to find joy and to look at our day differently, right? So in this season that you may be in, whether it be joyful or not, here are five ways that you can either find some extra joy, or these might be ways that you haven't thought of that if you practice, they might bring you some extra joy every day. So grab some paper or a pen or write down notes in the notes section on your phone, or just remember these five things and put them into practice. Number one is anticipation. So I think that hope is a huge thing. The power of looking forward and the power of anticipating events or vacations or good times with friends or family is so powerful. I think it's really important to plan things to look forward to. They can be big or small, whether they be a big vacation that you're looking forward to taking in the summer, or maybe they're just a road trip or a day trip, or maybe it's even just celebrating the end of the week and going out to get some ice cream. I think the anticipation of things and planning things and hoping in fun things to come is huge. And I think that really brings us joy. One example of this, I really noticed during COVID, this was definitely stripped away, right? We couldn't plan anything in the future. You couldn't plan a vacation for the summer or the spring because you didn't know how long COVID would last and how long you were stuck inside and how long you were stuck quarantined and when national parks would open or other places would open where you could go. So there was a lot of uncertainty, but with that, there was no anticipation for something fun, no hope for something in the future that you could look forward to. And I think that took a lot of joy out of people's lives because they couldn't, they found that there wasn't anything to kind of look forward to, to anticipate. All right. Number two is success. I think often our culture wants us to believe that if someone else succeeds, that means that we can't. If my neighbor down the street gets a new car and it's gorgeous and I think it's beautiful, that means that I can't. I can't get a new car. They've excelled in this way of getting a ski house or a mansion or a car or a raise or something amazing and beneficial. And we often have the mentality that our world puts in of scarcity. So if they get this amazing thing, that means there's less for us. There's less opportunity or there's less things. But I think it's so important just to realize a scarcity mentality versus an abundant mentality. And to recognize that when we see other people succeed or be blessed or do something that is amazing, that that does not mean that there is less of an opportunity for us. It doesn't mean that there's 
less cars for us to buy or houses or vacation houses or any of those other things. So I just challenge you to rejoice with those around you and to really think about why you might be harboring bitterness or kind of angst when you see somebody else being blessed. But to just take a moment to think about it and think, do I have a scarcity mindset or do I have an abundant mindset? So just check yourself. I think that's a huge thing of sometimes we just feel down without even noticing it because we are focused on succeeding and that if other people do means we can't. Number three, this one is one of my favorites is laughter. Never underestimate the power of laughter, especially today driving around with a giant penguin and then taking pictures of the giant penguin all over our house was not something I anticipated, but it definitely made me laugh. Laughter can turn your day around. It can just make things completely different. Laughing with your kids or your husband or good girlfriends, it just brightens up our mood. And so I think laughter is often the secret sauce that we need to just change our whole mood during the day. I know our family loves to quote movies and tell kind of inside jokes. We do it all the time, nonstop. Things that might remind us of something else or some other quote, we will constantly say or poke fun at other people or say to each other to just get a laugh or make other people in the car laugh and make it funny. Not at their expense, but in good humor. And so I think it's really fun. It definitely lights up the mood in the car if we can all laugh and have fun together. All right. Number one was anticipation. Number two is success and thinking more about an abundant mindset instead of a scarcity mindset. Number three is laughter. Number four is perspective. It is all about how you look at things that can change your emotions around an event or problem. I have a friend who still is a master at perspective. And I found that every time I was with her, I left feeling uplifted, like, well, at least it's not as bad as that. Or in the grand scheme of things, is this really going to be worth it? So just having perspective, I think, takes out so many little things in our day that can cause us stress, that can cause us to get frustrated or annoyed. If we just take a couple steps back and we say, is this thing going to matter at the end of the week? Is this going to matter at the end of the month? Is this going to matter at the end of a year? Is this going to matter in five years? This is a really small thing and it should not take my attention and my time and my energy and my mood. So I think perspective can be huge. One of my friends that I said, she is just a master of perspective. I can just remember her like picking up a dollar and on the ground or a $20 bill and being like, that was so much better than picking up baby spit up or poo or some <laughs> something awful that was on the ground. And just the perspective of the thankfulness and just the realness was just so funny and always left you leaving just thinking like, I am blessed. This, I, this really isn't so bad. My small problems really aren't that big. So 
That is a huge help. And number five, devotional. So I think our souls really long to be renewed and to spend time with our maker. It encompasses all four of these other steps. So if you don't remember any of these other steps we've talked about, this is the main one I want you to remember that we can have anticipation. That was number one for heaven, because we anticipate something amazing that is coming. We see the vision of the world's success versus God's success. And we know that the things of this world just are going to pass away. So those don't even matter. So number two, thinking about success and getting frustrated with the things of this world, we can let that go. Number three, definitely, I think God has a unique personality and is definitely humorous. I mean, I had no idea I would have a giant penguin today that would be hanging out with us. <laughs> I just, it just the things that God comes up with are really funny. And I think you just have to have eyes to see them. And number four, as we were talking about perspective, that this world is not our home. As Toby Mac would say, this rental's not our home. We're only in a rental here in this world and our home and our souls long for heaven. So one day we hopefully will get there, but right now focusing on anticipation, success, laughter, perspective, time with God, all of those will help us find joy in this world that is right here and now. Oh, I'm so excited we got to talk today. And I'm really hoping and praying that God takes one of these aspects and maybe you're able to jump into it a little bit more. Maybe anticipation. You can plan some fun things, some get togethers with some girlfriends or maybe a fun night out with a kiddo or a date night or something just magical. And I just hope that God is able to work through these things that we've talked about of our attitude towards success, of having laughter, sprinkling that into our day, thinking about the perspective of our day, and also making sure that we are spending time with God in our devotional. Now, if you need help figuring out some extra time, like I know we all are busy, right? And you think, how am I going to fit in time for a devotional? I know I used to try to do it in the morning and then that didn't work. So I would say, oh, I'm going to do it in the afternoon and that would never work. And then I'd say, oh, okay, I'm going to do it right before I go to bed. And then I was too tired and I'd always fall asleep. So if you need some help in trying to figure out how to fit things in and also trying to figure out how to manage your time, I would love to help you. I have lots of clients I help with all these kinds of things, and there's some really easy tools that you can use to place new habits and to start new habits like daily devotional, and that you can pair them with other things. For example, I talk with my clients about the power of pairing. So if you're starting a new habit, you want to pair that with an old established habit, like getting breakfast every morning. So every time you get breakfast in the morning, you read your Bible. Or every time you go to the kitchen to get coffee, you are reading a Bible verse. 
And so you're practicing leaning into this new habit, but you're pairing it with an old habit. So that will remind you. I think those are really important tricks and tools for time management. So if that's something that you find that you need help with, if you're thinking, I just have not been able to get a good rhythm or a good morning schedule or a morning routine, or maybe you just wish you had started these other extra habits or that you had time to start these things. All those things I think are really important. And oftentimes when we're in the midst of our schedule, we don't see them and aren't able to bring new time management tools to the situation to help and also aren't able to look at the whole picture of your schedule and kind of figure out things. So if that's something you need, I'm always more than willing to help. You can find me on my webpage, which is www.byrdmichelle.com. Or you can also connect with me at coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I would love to help you if you need that. Also, feel free to grab a free coaching call with me and we can talk and figure out what you need. So I am just super excited about these five things that can bring you more joy in your day. And I'm hoping that it will be able to lighten your mood and lighten your day and just bring you fun and amazing surprises each day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too. I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 